You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and uh, this time of the year, we Irish in Canada celebrate, and there's an awful lot going on. Vancouver is a big Celtic festival, and there is a young boy band coming over from Derry. As I understand it, is their first North American trip, and it constitutes Garrett Barrow, Dave Healy, James Healy, and Jordan Edgar, and they go under the band name of Lavengro. And I hazard a guess that Garrett Barrow, Garrett Barrow gave them that name. Um, he came up with it. Uh, I would move. Am I right in that? Yeah, yeah, you're 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 mm-hmm. you're, you're spot on, Austin. Yeah. So the name uh, derives from a a great ancestor of mine, like a great 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 uncle. He was a famous author back in the day, and uh, back in the day, and his most famous book was called Lavengro. So that's where we got the name from. And that was the scholar of the gypsy and the priest. So that's who, it. So who's who there? I, I I'm the scholar, and I am and I've been a gypsy. <laughs> I always have Jordan fights with gypsy. <laughs> okay. so, so welcome, guys, first of all. So you guys um, formed as a band when you were uh, 18, 2015. Yeah, well, we, we, we formed as that. <clears throat> we formed back then. But it was we were just sort of getting ourselves gig ready, studio ready for a few years. We've only really been properly on the trot from, I'd say, about three years ago, to be honest. Um and but you were all determined to make music your yeah. life. Oh, oh yeah. By the time we, we all grew up playing music, like we, we we've been all childhood friends, so like we all knew that we could play instruments and play music together, but we never actually decided to pursue it as a career because he thought it's too far fetched. It's like <laughs> how like that's crazy. Who's going to do that? And we're never going to make it and stuff. But then one day we decided, look, we'll we'll give it a go, and <clears throat> it, we, it's just been it's. It started getting a bit real after a few years when, when opportunities started coming and things started happening and it was like, Jesus, we're making a bit of noise here and maybe we can do something. So that's why I said it was only in the past three years we really just gave up everything else and went that music full time and it, we've, that's when everything really started taking off. <laughs> now, Derry is very well known as a musical hub. It has produced um, many tremendous performers, musicians. So you were surrounded by a grown up, I take it. Yeah, all, all, always. It's um, growing up in Derry here, especially. It's it's you've just been constantly reminded of like people like the undertones and, so, and stuff like that. There, oh, like and the moon dogs, I like that, like D Ream and, and D Ream exactly. Yeah. Um, so they, these massive Dana. artists all coming from Derry, Dana as another one. Yeah. Um, so it kind of it has developed the city into this, as you said, musical hub where everybody's like. One and two people in Derry is going to be playing an instrument or be in a band or, or have a music career of some sort. You get through us in Derry and you'll have somebody you can play a guitar. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're outside a place called the Nerve Centre now. Um, and that, that place would be the main spot where every musician would go to learn, practice, put on a gig, um, just anything to do with media or music. And it's just the opportunities here as well, just for music is, is because of the past is, is, is amazing. And they say it. Saying here in Derry, Austin, that uh, there's something in the water, uh, which refers to the River Foyle, obviously. Uh, Obvious, I mean, obviously. Going through the city. So, yeah, they, they say that there's something in the water here in Derry. It's not only music. Derry has, like, amazing footballers, sports people, musicians, as you say. But, yeah, there, there's definitely something that people have this sort of drive and energy about them up here. Now, I noticed you guys, well, first of all, you tell me you really start to take this thing seriously about three years ago. 
Yeah. I would have thought that was the worst possible time, given that three years ago, I'm remembering, um, that's when the world shut down. So yeah. was, did you guys see that as an opportunity or did you see it as a, just a, a challenge? Yeah, it's, it's a, a bit of both. Like it's actually, it's actually a funny story. Um, when we started really taking it serious, we, we were over in London. We, we, we had a, we, we had a play on daytime television here in the UK. It was uh, no ITV this this morning. Um, so we had a song played on that, and we got snapped up by a big agent in London, who looks after Billy Eilish and Rita Ora and stuff like that there. And it was like it was it was, it was unbelievable because we were we took over and got all these songs produced, and we were being hooked up with the best producers and stuff like that. And it was just amazing. And it was, I think it was twenty twenty two February twenty twenty two. Um, we were put on a tour, and we were like, hey, "This is going serious. It's going serious, and this is brilliant." In March, April time, we we were flew back, and we were like, "Right, this sort of COVID thing starting to take a wee bit of a, a turn. Look, we'll 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 speak again soon." And uh, we were sort of shelved. Um, sorry, twenty twenty. Did I say twenty twenty? Sorry, sorry, <laughs> February twenty twenty. Um, and we we were we were sort of shelved. Um, so we that's. And you said a bad time. Funny enough, it's actually it was actually the best time for us because it was a chance to redevelop ourselves. Yeah. Um, in a sense that we did it all then independently. We didn't do it with any big agents or anybody behind us. We we started redeveloping ourselves, reinventing our sound, and we really grafted harder than we ever did before because we had nobody else to help us. And it was then twenty twenty two, all the results started paying off and we had like our new agent now and, and, and everything else that's coming on board. It's it's all obviously a product of everything that we've done the past two years. So, James, um, then that being the case, how did you survive financially during that period of time? Well, it was tough. It was a tough yeah. one for us. Um, we were we we had a few, like few bits of savings and stuff, but um, during it, during it, we we kind of had to make an agreement with each other. We get right, you know what? We're going to get like we part time jobs. But then that doesn't last long because then everything does start picking off again. Um, but I was, it was a very, very tough time because, um, you know, trying to survive yourself and then trying to fund into the band was just, uh, uh, very, uh, was hard. Hard, you know? Hand, hand enough though, because at the same sort of time, there was a, a momentum fund by PRS coming up and we, we applied for it and we obviously got it. Um, because that that is how we were able to then fund our our single anchors and a, a, a song after that. Um, that that without that, I reckon we would have been oh, we would have been homeless. So, Gareth, I put you this one. You guys, yeah, being the singer or the front man in many ways, are you guys writing your own stuff? Yeah, everything everything you hear often comes from us. Um, so we write we write and develop all our own music. And there's no like people always ask who writes the songs. Is it one person? Is it is it is it is it just me, me or someone else? But not honestly, in all, in all honesty, our songwriting process is we write them together. So in a room, we, whenever we're songwriting, we we meet together as a four and write our songs together. Um, and it's amazing that a band does that. You know what? We believe that. Everything should come from us. You know, we get a lot of requests from co-songwriters and producers, but really to be authentic and to be yourself, it has to come from you, um, which is so important because if it's coming from someone else, what does it even mean? Or what, what, why would you even want to sing it? You know what I mean? So it means uh, everything's best coming from, from us as a band, yeah. 
I, I have to pull you back there a little, though, because <clears throat> I have looked and heard your version of Zombie. Yes. And while you didn't write that, you did a most powerful, <laughs> wonderful job on that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't write that one, though. So that's I a know. cover uh, a radio station in Ireland, yeah, but... Uh, we had to sue the Cranberries. We, had, we, had, to, we had to get the Cranberries <laughs> for that one, but no, that, that's not one of our own ones, unfortunately. I wish it was, though. What a, what a song. Indeed, indeed, because I, I have to compliment you. You did a fantastic job on it. Thank you Thank so you much. Much appreciated. So, uh, Jordan, um, where would you see, uh, or where do you guys see that you guys are going to, your next step? The next step? Uh, well, at the moment, we're just releasing singles, uh, just as much as possible, really. And uh, the past couple of singles, we've been getting a lot of, sort of, we've been making a lot of noise, and I think industry-wise, We've been sort of getting noticed, I think. So there's a band at the minute, uh, Picture This. They'd be like mm-hmm. one of the biggest in Ireland at the minute. So their managers actually sort of picked up on it and it's been texting us just uh, <laughs> here and there. And we're actually getting to play a support gig with one of his acts in April. No Olympia. So yeah. it's a bit of a, I would say, a bit of pressure, like, yeah, but yeah. that massive opportunity. So this, when this happens in April, we don't know where the doors are going to open, really. It could be unlimited, to be honest. So, uh, so we'll just, just release as much music as possible, yeah. gig as much, and just be our best. See what happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so the reason you guys and we're talking is because, of course, you're heading for Vancouver. And yes. you're, going to, you're going to be out there. So how did that happen? It was a really funny one. Like Honestly, we thought it wasn't real. We got this message on Instagram. Uh, out of the blue um, from a guy called Stephen Porter um, I don't know if you know him he runs a, a major festival called Jika Jika which they have uh, DJ events uh, all over Ireland and the UK and stuff so he we were sort of familiar with him but he messaged saying how do you fancy coming out to Vancouver for, for St. Patrick's Day and we were like like we, we thought it was a non-mover to be honest we were like ah this isn't going to happen and then all of a sudden it, the wheels started rolling he started asking for passport details and it really just went from there, um, and, and yeah, like honest to God, we've we've dreamed about getting on a plane and flying and touring. Like this, this summer, we're going to Holland and things. But to be able to say your music career is taking you as far as Canada is is unbelievable. So we're uh, we're over the moon to be honest. We're going to Celtic Fest or Celtic Fest uh, in Vancouver. Yeah, so we'll be there next week. So give us the details. Where can people find out more about you first of all, and so, then yeah. um, when your social. Um, addresses and the dates that they can find you in, in Vancouver. Yeah, so we're it's just Lavengro, as you said, L A V E N G R O. Lavengro band, Lavengro, Lavengro. By the way, we have this sort of uh, thing where people are asking us all the time: Is it Lavengro? Is it Lavengro? Is it tomato, tomato, whatever, whatever, whatever you like. Um, but um, so it's just Lavengro, Lavengro band, Lavengro band on on TikTok, on Instagram. Facebook Lab and Grow, uh, TikTok Lab and Grow, and when we're we'll be in Canada, from, we'll be in Vancouver from the fifteenth, but we're playing on the seventeenth. Uh, obviously, Paddy's Day, we'll be headlining the festival, and uh, so we'll be on it eight twenty eight twenty past eight. Um, and you can see us night. on the eighteenth then for a pint in Donald's. Ah, and then you'll be able to see us on the eighteenth in Donald's Pub. Uh, so join us for a pint. Let's get it. Well, anyone who's listening and, and, and comes and sees us, come say hello. We'll share a Guinness and uh, let, let's have some crack in Canada. Uh, 100%. Well, guys, uh, that's Garrett Barrow, Dave Healy, James Healy and Jordan Edgar. It's been a real pleasure meeting you guys. 
and and, and, and chatting with you and hope you really enjoy your first visit to Canada. Thank, Thank you, you, you very much. Much. Thank you, Austin. Much appreciated.